You are listening to the OHA Stay Connected podcast, bringing you stories from our amazing alumni to keep you connected no matter where you are. And now, please welcome your host, Haley Denny, Development and Alumni Manager at Halebury. I'm here today with Nicholas Donato, class of 2009. Nick was an OHA Outstanding Young Alumni winner in 2018 and is now the owner of the very popular Donato Cafe in Mornington. Thanks for joining us today, Nick. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Now, Sorry. Nick started his education at Halebury in Year 2 and decided to take a pathway in the construction industry after graduation. Nick, you studied at RMIT for five years before landing yep. a junior project manager role. When yep. did you know that construction was an industry you wanted to pursue and what did you love most about your PM role? Um, I never really had a sort of an idea when I finished school of what I actually wanted to do and it's sort of a a role that my family um, has been involved in and uh, did some some trials and some work experience with them and just kind of loved it seeing how, you know, building starts from basically from nothing and, and seeing the finished product quite a rewarding um, experience. And, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed the short stint as a PM or a junior PM for the few companies I worked for and, um, and yeah. Fantastic. Now, just 12 months into your role, you decided mm-hmm. to take a sharp right and open yes. your own cafe, which um, we all now know as Donato Cafe in Mornington. What yep. prompted this change in direction and what advice do you have for any of our listeners thinking about moving off course from their original career pathway? Um, it was it was actually quite random. We've, we've, <laughs> we own the site here at, uh, at 88 Craigie Road in uh, Mount Martha. So if anyone wants to see it, you can check it out and you get a bit of a a better understanding of it. And mm. um, there was more of a general store here, just being the family, which was leased out. And uh, we decided to take it back over. And I took a leap of faith. I left my job and dad was growing um, his produce and stuff for the supermarket chains in Victoria and oh. in New South Wales. And we started promoting his produce. And I thought, well, it's not going to generate enough income. So we started just doing some basic bref- breakfasts and sourcing some pastries, etc. And from there, it just sort of, you know, it just really just evolved. And even to this day, building the new venue, um, mm. the same thing sort of occurred. And any advice I can give anybody um, that wants to change a career, um, just do it. Take a leap of faith, believe in yourself, back yourself, have a good team behind you and your family and stuff. And, um, and you never know until you try. So yeah, love it. that's it. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, now, you just mentioned, obviously, that you started the cafe with the help of your family and friends, and, and yep. um, you did tell me that you had just mm-hmm. two staff on the books, um, and you now have 30, 32 staff, yes. Um, yes. And, and obviously, it's a very popular hangout um, for yeah. our Mornington coffee lovers. Now, you also yep. mentioned that you're known for your vanilla slice, which I must admit, yes. they are one of my favourites, so I definitely have yep. to come and try it. What's, You'll have to. What's your go-to cake to accompany your coffee? Um, well, obviously the vanilla slice is pretty popular. <laughs> we make some, we make some good pastries as well. Like we make some croissants, Nutella croissants. We make some amazing um, biscottis. Um, we try and source most of our cakes locally if we can. Um, so yeah, we've got a range of cakes that I guess people come to have a coffee and and, and a sweet with. But yeah, our most popular ones probably are vanilla slice. We actually made the Nutella one yesterday, which oh, wow. has sold out, and they're making a caramel one today. So we used to do them in the past. So I thought. 
let's bring them back and see what the clientele think. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, now, your industry, Nick, was hit hard with the pandemic mm. and obviously you're it still was. in recovery mode. Um, yeah. you, you shared with me the need to mm. think rapidly and, and pivot mm-hmm. constantly to survive. Um, mm-hmm. You said that social media was a key to staying alive um, as yeah. your takeaway options and at-home fridge meals were quite popular. Can you tell mm-hmm. us a bit about that experience? Yeah, so I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, one of the podcasts I listened to from some industry leaders was saying never waste a good crisis and, <laughs> you know, I sat down, had a meeting with um, with obviously the manager at the time and my head chef and thought what can we do to sort of keep us ticking over with obviously skeleton staff and mm-hmm. not to try to order too much stock so it goes to waste. Um, we've always done our lasagnas and stuff but um, we kind of did a bit more. We could did some lasagnas, did some cannelloni. We made some uh, tiramisu take home. We recently started doing some pizzas as well, um, and just to try and keep ticking over. Our main, our main sale uh, or revenue that brought a lot of revenue into our business was obviously our coffee, which mm-hmm. has become, which has obviously remained the same, thank God. But, <laughs> but yeah, doing our take home meals also facilitated, and with the social media, just making sure that using the right hashtags. I even um, did some letterbox runs, you know, in the local area a few early mornings just yeah. to sort of get some more advertisement out there as well, which really worked. Um, but yeah, it's just try to just try to dig deep and trying to keep keep uh, the business going. So yeah, oh, good on you. Yeah. Um, now, previously, you've also shared with me your love of surfing and marathons. Um, yeah. And as someone that was part of our swimming mm-hmm. and water polo during your time at Halebury, you mm-hmm. clearly have a passion for sport and mm-hmm. fitness. Um, yeah. I hear that you've completed some half marathons, but you're keen to complete a full marathon before the year is out. Yes. <laughs> what sort of mental and physical preparation do you do before each marathon? And what do you suggest to anyone thinking of giving them a go? Um, a lot. A lot of preparation, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of running. Um, but I never really had a program. I kind of just started running with um, – we actually with some customers that come in here that do them quite frequently and oh. just um, really enjoyed it Try, just to escape. It's the same with surfing. You know, you go out there, you've got no phone on on you at all and, and you're just sort of in the zone and just trying to relax and have, have an outlet. But I guess, you know, not being a professional sportsman anymore but sort of, you know, having a goal to work towards over a consecutive amount of weeks mm. really um, really highlight the fact to me that I, that's, that's what I really want to do. So I've done a couple and I really enjoyed it. And yeah, there's a full marathon end of the year, which I'm I'm really hoping to do. It's been a little bit challenging trying to get some training in, mm. um, as I've been surfing a lot more. But um, but that's that. And I think to sum up your last question was that to any advice or what you know, if anyone wanted to do one, mm. I think anyone, I think anybody can do them, regardless of your fitness. I think it really comes down to your fit, uh, sort of your mental um, ability to sort of push through that pain barrier. Because you know, running 10k is fine, but after that 10 kilometer mark, it really. You know, you go really dig deep to try and keep pushing, and that's what it's all about. And I think you, you, you take yourself to a to a different place or to a dark place, try mm. to you know keep the momentum going. But yeah, I definitely think that anybody can do one for sure. Yeah, I love it. Um, now, before we head off, Nick, you told me yep. that you're now ready to take another sharp turn and actually yep. head back into the construction industry. So, stay, yes. taking a step back away from the coffee, uh, from the cafe, yep. rather. Yep. Um, why have you decided now to step back into your original pathway? And, and I guess, what does your future look like? Yeah, so definitely wanting to get back into it. Um, more so, the fact having a, having another challenge. Um, it's what I really want to do. It's why I started at university. I still will have some sort of um, input or involvement in some way, shape or form at the current business, obviously, mm. not just for now, but obviously for long term as well. 
Um, but yeah, I just want to get back into it, see if it's still what I really want to do. Um, and if I don't, I can always revert back to coming here. But yeah. at this stage, yeah, it's looking like January, February. I've, I've um, been granted a position with a, with a major building company in Melbourne, oh, wow. which I'm really looking forward to. And um, and uh, we'll just go from there. Take a leap of faith, like I said, and uh, and you'll never know. So, yeah. Oh, it's so great. Um, yeah. look, Nick, thank you so much for staying connected no and, and sh- sharing your career journey with us. It, it's so great to hear from alumni that are experimenting yeah. with their pathways um, and yeah. just diving into new challenges. I love your yeah. fearless approach and I wish every success for you for your future. You. I'll make sure I definitely head down your way for that vanilla yes. slice. Um, no and worries. thanks again, Nick. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening and we hope you can join us again soon.